That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to this episode of The Great America Show on another beautiful day in America. And what do the radical Marxist Dems do with such a splendid day? They spew more venom and vile lies, pursue the innocent, and mock patriots and all we love about this country. The politically corrupt Department of Justice and the vile January 6th committee going after our friend Steve Bannon, once President Trump's campaign CEO, then in the White House, the president's chief strategist, then a conflict with Jared Kushner. And Steve is now host of the top political podcast in the country, Steve Bannon's War Room. Last October, the January 6th committee subpoenaed Steve to appear. Steve refused, and now the DOJ has him on trial for telling the highly partisan Soviet-style show committee to stuff it. My words, not Steve's. He simply ignored the subpoena. So here we are, the lying, soulless creeps who make up that committee, led by Adam Schiff, Jamie Raskin, Liz Cheney, all going after another Trump presidential advisor. At least they didn't try to manacle Bannon like they did Peter Navarro. Steve's trial set to resume this week. The J6 committee itself should be in jail, not Bannon or Navarro. Perhaps one day, not soon, but one day. They should be in jail, if for nothing else, for wasting time and taxpayer money on partisan political persecution, instead of focusing on the extraordinary death toll that is resulting from Biden and his arch-minion, Alejandro Mayorkas, the DHS secretary, who are keeping our southern border wide open, and across which come the drugs that kill so many of our young people, poisoned by the communist China and Mexican drug cartels, they provide the chemicals. Cartels manufacture the fentanyl. They ship it at their leisure across the Mexican border and then distribute it nationwide. Fentanyl is now the number one killer in the age group 18 to 45. Think of that. The number one killer. And these Marxists can't even take time to warn Americans to decry the deaths of so many of our fellow citizens. And it is their policies that open that border that keeps that border open and makes the mass poisoning of Americans so easy. The vast corruption of this government is breathtaking and sickening. And it is the corruption of the Biden administration that demands this open border permits these tragic deaths. Among those now investigating this puppet president and his family is the ranking member of the House Oversight Committee, Congressman James Comer, a great American. And, Congressman, it's good of you to join us. As I understand it, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen isn't permitting you or your committee to look at bank suspicious activity reports, reports that may reveal considerable illegal activity, including perhaps money laundering of Hunter Biden and the Biden family business dealings, all of that and more. Give us, if you please, a sense of what is going on here. Hunter Biden 
has had over 150 suspicious activity reports filed against various accounts of his at numerous banks. A suspicious activity report was put into place after September the 11th by the Bush administration when they created the Homeland Security Cabinet to try to track foreign transactions that would fund potential American terror sales. It was then expanded to try to catch people money laundering. So a suspicious activity report is a criminal report. It's the suspicion of criminal activity. I was the director of a bank for over a decade, and believe me, banks don't like to issue these because when you do, you invite all the bank examiners to come in because this is a, the most serious of all the banking violations. And Hunter Biden has had 150 of these. Now, prior to Joe Biden becoming president, under the Bush administration, Obama administration, and Trump administration, any member of Congress could request from Treasury a list of suspicious activity reports in their state or, or in their congressional district. When Joe Biden became president, he, without consulting anyone in Congress in the dark of the night, changed that rule. So when the word, you know, when we determined that Hunter Biden had 150 of these, I went to Treasury and said, okay, I want that, those suspicious activity reports on Hunter Biden. And they said, no, we've changed rules. Uh, you can't have access to that. Well, we started going on TV talking about it, and then they came back last week and said, all right, you know what? We'll let you have those reports if you could get another Democrat member of Congress to sign on. And, Lou, as you can imagine, I've been unsuccessful in getting a single member of Congress to sign on. That is just crazy. Janet Yellen is the Treasury Secretary. Are you dealing directly with her office, or is there another department within Treasury that you have to deal with? No, we started at the top. This is principal to principal. I'm the, the top Republican on the House Oversight Committee, and she's the Treasury Secretary. And this is something that was created and has been uh, observed by three previous presidential administrations as, as a transparent way for members of Congress to access any potential terrorist activity or criminal activity in in their in their um uh, you know, in their district, in their state. So this is something that uh, it's very unfortunate. It's another example of Joe Biden, uh, in my opinion, Lou, being compromised because of Hunter's shady business dealings. Remember, Lou, Joe Biden put sanctions on Russia and sanctions on just about every Russian oligarch. But he left two names off. He left two Russian oligarchs off the sanctions list. Those two just happened to be two that paid Hunter Biden consulting fees in the past. And then if you look at the stupid decision Joe Biden made in the past week to sell oil reserves to China, that Chinese company was a company that had paid Hunter Biden in the past. So more and more bad decisions that Joe Biden's making can be linked to Hunter Biden. I've said all along Hunter Biden's a national security threat. And the reason we're investigating Hunter Biden is we fear that his shady business dealings have compromised this White House. Well, in, in talking with uh, Congressman Darrell Issa, uh, he agrees with you 100 uh, percent, point blank, uh, that he is a, a national security threat. Uh, and have you seen the 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 uh, uh, Hunter Biden laptop, the laptop from hell? Have you reviewed that? Yes, we have we have that in the oversight committee. We have access to that. 
And with with that, uh, why isn't there? I, I mean, Democrats and Republicans alike sit there and see the same thing. Why is there no Democrat who is seeing the same thing that you are? That is a national security threat. Uh, Hunter Biden's uh, addiction, uh, his uh, dealings, his business dealings are now in front of the public. And just on the face of it, he's a national security threat. And this president is putting forward at uh, uh, public meetings in the White House with uh, high-ranking officials uh, and foreign officials. It's it's stunning to watch. It is. And, Lou, I, I tend to think that the Democrats are very aware of their Hunter Biden crisis they have, the newest of all the Biden crises, because when I started out, you know, making public statements about Hunter Biden and when the Republicans on the House Oversight Committee would go on conservative media outlets and and uh, say that Hunter Biden was a shady business person and a national security threat, Democrats would bark back and they would uh, defend Hunter Biden and then try to pivot and talk about Trump or, you know, some of the Adam Schiff's uh, baseless conspiracy theories on Trump. But now, whenever someone says something about Hunter Biden in Congress, the Democrats just, they don't, they don't even respond. They, it's just like, you know, they turn a blind eye. They don't want to fight. That's a battle they can't win because they know Hunter Biden is a crook. They know Hunter Biden's a grifter and they know Hunter Biden's a huge problem for them in the midterm elections and beyond. Well, one of the questions that arises here, uh, Congressman is, uh, with so many of our representatives knowing what and reviewing that laptop, why can't we, the American public, see what is in it uh, and make judgments for ourselves? Well, I think you're, you're seeing it. You know, there are a lot of members of Congress now. I know in the Senate, they have a copy of it. I think Judiciary with Jim Jordan right. has a copy of it. And Every it's so vast. I mean, you're talking about all of his banking records, all of his phone records, emails, and he had seven or eight bank accounts. He had four or five email accounts. He was still using Bo Biden's email account, believe it or not, his, his deceased brother. And uh, then, of course, he's got the videos. And I think, honestly, a lot of Republicans are spending too much time looking at his uh, his videos, you know, where he's smoking crack pipe with oh, prostitutes and things like that. I'm focused on his bank records because, I, you know, Luke, you don't get a single suspicious activity report filed against you for nothing. And the banks all knew this is not just anybody. This is the son of the vice president of the United States. So the decision to give him a suspicious activity report would not be taken lightly. And, you know, there could have been a cover-up with with Treasury during the Obama administration. You know, there, there's the banks had to have treated him differently than they would treat you or I. If the bank I was affiliated with, if you had a suspicious activity report, once the, it was cleared up, the bank would politely tell you don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out because we don't ever want to deal with you again. It's just too much trouble. So, uh, you know, I, I think that I think you're going to see more and more of the information that uh, is on the hard drive come out. I know media outlets are, are, you know, I think there's a lot of people that actually have it right now. And uh, it, everybody's wanting to break their own uh, 
their own story on it. But I think the American people get the picture that Hunter Biden's a, a shady business character. What what I think we're going to be able to learn through more of this research, and we've got staffers coming through it as we speak, is that Joe Biden's brother Jim is just as big a crook as Hunter Biden. What was his involvement that leads you to say I that? I think a lot of these accounts that Hunter Biden had bank violations, criminal bank violations, that Jim Biden was involved in those accounts. I think he was also uh, on those accounts. I don't think Hunter Biden's smart enough to pull some of these deals off, even though they're shady deals with shady characters, whether they be in Ukraine, Russia, the Congo, China, wherever. I think that uh, Jim Biden was involved in a lot of these. And, you know, the in, in you know, looking at problems with Jim Biden, he's got a lot of lawsuits out there against him in bad in deals that have gone bad. Uh, I suspect that Jim Biden may be uh, in the same kind of tax evasion problem that, that Hunter is. And I know Jim Biden's had problems in the past. There's been a ProPublica article and other uh, independent research entities that have written about Jim Biden in the past. You know, he worked for a law firm, but he's not a lawyer. Uh, he makes a sales pitch just like Hunter does that, uh, you know, promises access to the to the Biden family name and uh, government at the highest levels in exchange for a fee, which is which is illegal. But the one difference in Jim Biden and Hunter Biden is Jim Biden was smart enough not to leave his computer abandoned at a computer repair shop for the world to see. That's that is still inexplicable. Uh, what happened, knowing all that we do about Hunter Biden and his problems, uh, he had to be higher than a kite uh, to pull that stunt. Uh, what what about President Biden's comments in the debate uh, in 2020 that he had never talked to Hunter about his business dealings? Uh, we have some considerable evidence that that just is flat not true. It's not true. We heard the video, the phone message that President Biden or the then Vice President Biden left for Hunter Biden saying, yeah, all that, I think it's going to blow over. You did a good job. I think you're clear. So he was obviously keeping up with uh, with that problem. And ironically, that Chinese company that he left the voice message about is the company I'm pretty sure that they sold the strategic oil reserves to. So, you know, there there you go. There's another example of Hunter Biden not being truthful. I mean, about Joe Biden not being truthful about knowledge of Hunter Biden's business dealings. And then he turns around and makes bad policy that uh, puts America last because of uh, because of Hunter. But also another thing, Joe Biden said he didn't know anything about uh, about the the business associate that came, Eric Sherwin, that came to the White House 27 times. But then an email surfaced from the laptop that uh, that showed that Eric Sherwin the guy who Joe Biden supposedly never met sent Hunter an email saying, Hey, your dad's tax refund, Delaware tax refund came in the mail today. I'm going to deposit it into his account and turn around and write a check on him to you for the money he owes you. 
Now, does that sound like somebody that the, the vice president wouldn't know? He has access to his mail and his checking account. So, you know, there's two examples, the voicemail and the emails, where Joe Biden just was not truthful with the American people about the depth of his knowledge of Hunter Biden's shady business dealings and shady business partners. And all of this was known to William Barr, the attorney general, uh, until December the middle of December, I believe it was December 20th, and when he resigned uh, in 2020. William Barr knew that at the time of the debate. He knew that his that Hunter Biden's uh, laptop was filled with uh, all sorts of compromising uh, data and information and, and, and these accounts. Uh, he had to know that, don't you think? I think that uh, I think there were a lot of people that didn't really believe that was a legitimate computer because, you know, those 51 people in the intelligence community came out and said it wasn't, which, you know, we now know was was complete, uh, completely false. And I think there were a lot of people that that may have I'm not defending William Barr or anything, but I think that there were people that that didn't think. Hunter Biden was that stupid that would leave a computer with all of that damaging information there at a computer repair shop. Congressman, there's a a huge problem here if he didn't, because that means our National Security Division uh, of the U.S. Justice Department wasn't informing uh, the U.S. Attorney General of what was going on. Uh, about a presidential candidate, and I, when I when you sit back and you think about that, I, I'm I'm trying to figure out which is a worse reflection on the corruption, the political corruption of this government. The deep state is aligned, it seems to me, clearly and unequivocally, with the the Marxist left that's driving the the Democrat Party now. Yeah. And and back to the intelligence community, I, I share your concerns about the intelligence community. In the six years I've been in Congress, I've my confidence level in the intelligence community has done nothing but but go down. I, you know, we certainly need new leadership at the top. I hope it can be fixed. But for what the taxpayers spend in the intelligence community, and for the big decisions that are made, like uh, how to leave Afghanistan and what to do with the weapons and how to respond to Russia and Ukraine. You you rely on the intelligence community for a lot of uh, intelligence and it just hasn't been, hasn't been very good. And I guess that dates back to Iraq having weapons of vast destruction. You know, there's just been a lot of misses from the, from the intelligence community. And certainly with respect to how bad an actor Hunter Biden is, that would be another big myth or omission by our intelligence community. Uh, then they mm-hmm. see the Russians massed on the eastern border of Ukraine, and they still don't try to stop an invasion. It almost looks as though the intelligence division, uh, the national security division of the Justice Department, the CIA, the NSA, all of them, they never get lucky. When they make a mistake, it's to the detriment of the United States. And I don't know of a single instance where they have been immensely successful uh, with a brilliant uh, deduction about our enemies 
and their activities against the United States. Do you? No, I, I do not disagree with uh, with that statement. It's been a big disappointment, and I just hope that for the sake of uh, American national security, it can be turned around. It's just uh, there have been a lot of bad a lot of bad decisions, a lot of bad advice given out by our international intelligence community. And right now, today, we have basically the January 6th committee trying, uh, trying uh, again, President Donald J. Trump. Uh, and they're talking about uh, various conversations and who lied about what. And we have only one example uh, of uh, to go on. That example is, well, we've got more than one person, but the one example is every lie that we have been discovered that in, in about six years of investigations and persecution of Donald Trump, all of the lies have been from the left. All of the crimes that have been committed have been on the left. And yet he is now the target of the January 6th committee and the National Press Corps, the National Corporate Press are sitting there talking like he is a man who is suspect when indeed everyone who is talking about him are the ones who have, who have actually demonstrated their own criminality, their own lack of uh, judgment and ethics throughout the years. And knowing full well that he was innocent, they still persecuted him, which makes it all even to me even worse. Well, the you know, the January 6th committee, you couldn't have a more, uh, partisan group of Trump haters than what you have there. And anything with Adam Schiff on it ha should have zero credibility with not just the American people, but the, the mainstream media, because Adam Schiff has said so many things in his, quote, investigation and his intelligence about Trump and Trump's family that turned out to be completely false. And I mean, you don't have to go anywhere further than uh, the Steele dossier and all of that uh, that he claimed Trump did with 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 Russia, which wasn't true. And I will tell you, I think that, that in a very short time, period, the Republicans on the Oversight Committee will be able to prove that the Biden did a, a, a whole lot of bad things with Russia, especially uh, when you look at how he you know, treated the two Russian oligarchs differently that had paid Hunter Biden in the past. Right. They're still out allowed to go out and do business and uh, enjoy their, their life. But, uh, you know, it's just uh, you know, the, the, the Biden crime family, which is what it is with Hunter and, and Jim Biden, the, the president's brother, the only places they've ever done business are with their adversaries, with, with Russia, with China, with Ukraine. Uh, the Congo. I mean, they don't. They own. You know, they're quote business people, Lou, but they don't own the. They don't own any equipment. They don't manufacture anything. They don't have any employees. They don't have an office, but they get millions of dollars in quote fees. You know, for what? You know, they're they influence peddling. And and if you look at the lawsuits that that Jim Biden's in all over the United States right now, he hasn't really been able to deliver on a lot of the, the promises, but you talk about a quid pro quo, which is what they supposedly impeached Trump over. I mean, that was never proven. And you've got records of a, of a, of the phone call, but with, with Biden, I mean, that's what Hunter and Jim Biden have always done. Quid pro quo. They said, I, right, you, 
give us money and you have access to the highest levels of, of government. It, I mean, it's just the hypocrisy of the media on how they treat Biden compared to Trump is, is breathtaking. It, it truly is. Uh, and that's a great point. Uh, Congressman, the Secret Service acknowledged today that it is, quote unquote, aware of the Hunter Biden uh, iCloud hack, as it's uh, as it's called. What do you know of that? Uh, and are you surprised the Secret Service made that acknowledgement? Well, I would say if they acknowledge it, it's the calm before the storm. All I know is the, the video that I've seen uh that that's that's come out so you know yeah i i can't say with definitive with the definitive answer much about it but you know the early indications appear that it it's legitimate and i'm sure if people have it it was hacked somehow it's another example of uh, recklessness by by hunter biden but that's going to end up biting them in the butt because, you know, they've got, uh, they're leaving paper trail and, and video trail of some, some damaging conversations that, uh, that involve the president. Now, and you do believe the president is directly uh, complicit and uh, uh, implicated in this? I believe the president knows a whole lot more about Hunter Biden than he's told the American people. And we've seen that in an audio and we've seen that now in an email. So the question is, when Eric Sherwin says, I'm going to give you, I'm going to write a check from your dad to you for the money he owes you, one would wonder, is he, in fact, the big guy? If he is, that's, that's a problem. That's a, that's a serious problem. They're already, uh, they broke every ethics rule on the planet because immediate family members are not supposed to profit from from lobbying, which is essentially what Hunter Biden and Jim Biden are, are, are lobbyists to the executive branch. And, you know, if you lobby, not only as immediate family members, you know, you're not allowed to lobby, but you're supposed to have strict reporting guidelines on your clients and the fees and exactly what you're, you know, what you're lobbying on behalf. And they've never done any of that. So that's illegal. But if Joe Biden's getting a kickback from it, then, I mean, that's criminal. So, we haven't proven that, but, you know, everyone wants to know who the big guy is. And, you know, there's there's already evidence that Hunter Biden or that Joe Biden uh, owed Hunter money. So, I, you know, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll we're not going to let up on this. And, you know, it's, okay. when we find stuff out, we're going to have committee hearings that aren't going to be one sided like this, uh, the January 6th sham committee. We're going to have, you know, the Democrats can put who they want on oversight committee. Republicans are have who we want. People are going to be subpoenaed. They're going to testify under oath. The Democrats are going to have an opportunity, if they want, uh, to counter. And, you know, we'll let the American people decide. And, you know, whatever we find out that's illegal, we're going to issue a report and turn it over to the Department of Justice and the U.S. Attorney and whomever else would, would uh, need to have the evidence. Well, uh to that point, we're looking at all of these polls uh, that show the Republicans are looking at a wave election uh, come November. We're now four months out, uh, a little less than four months out. Uh, give us 
give us your sense. Is it going to be a red wave? Is this going to be a landslide for the Republicans? Are we going to actually see the electorate respond to a corrupt, as you put it, crime family uh, in, in the White House and start purging uh, these criminals from our government at the at the ballot box? I hope so. I feel good about it, especially in the House. The uh, the polls are overwhelming. You know, Lou, you've covered six a long time. Year in and year out, the issues are always different, but the number one issue is usually the economy. Right. And right now we have massive inflation, and it's, uh, you know, we're seeing crime, you know, all the, all the bad issues that uh, no – party would want to see happen is happen. It's a perfect storm for them with increased crime as a result of not securing the border and uh, excessive criminal justice reform where they've let criminals out and weak prosecutors who are politically correct and aren't prosecuting anyone. So, you know, the crimes are a direct result of bad policies from, from Democrats. You've got inflation, a direct result of, of Biden and the Democrats spending too much money. So I feel like then, you know, the energy policy, that's uh, the straw that broke the camel's back when he canceled the Keystone Pipeline and banned drilling on federal lands. The American people see what the world looks like when you have complete Democrat control. When the Democrats control the House, the Senate, and the, and the White House, and I don't think they like what they're seeing, and I'm, I'm hopeful that they'll turn out in the droves and vote to flip the House and the Senate. The the million barrels of oil that have been sent to China and to the company, that in point of fact, uh, with which Hunter Biden had business dealings, a million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve designed to alleviate the pressure on the American consumer magically appears uh, now uh, in that company's possession. Is your committee going to investigate that? Because that is beyond, beyond imagining, let alone uh, ethical. I mean, it's just insane that they would pull such a stunt. No, absolutely. We've already sent a letter requesting information. Uh, We're demanding they uh, have document preservation. So, you know, they've really taken advantage, this administration, of the Republicans being in the minority. Uh, we don't have subpoena power, but a normal administration would turn over, you know, most of the document requests that we've made over the past year and a half. And it's just for Joe Biden to campaign and say his would be the most transparent administration in history. That's the biggest lie that's ever been told, Lou. It's the least transparent administration in the history of America by far. And I, I don't know who, who second would be, but it's a distant second. Well, but yes, that- we're requesting that information right now it's really in your face corruption in your face political corruption it's financial corruption and it's as bald face as it gets don't you think yeah it's it's disappointing especially you know the the reason i came to congress is i'm like most americans sick and tired of government excess government waste fraud abuse mismanagement and want to do something about it. And, you know, the, the lack of transparency is, is breathtaking. But then what's even worse, Lou, is 
the Democrats were in control of the House Oversight Committee when Trump was president the last two years. They had Trump cabinet officials before the committee every day. They were sending out subpoenas like you would get junk mail in the mail. I mean, they were just be flying everywhere, signing them every day. They were Trump cabinet people, Trump, uh, you know, high-level people before the oversight committee. Then Joe Biden gets elected president. They have not had a single Biden cabinet secretary in front of the House Oversight Committee for the full year and a half of the Biden administration. Zero. Zero. Well, you know, and they had over 100 Trump cabinet people, high-level uh, administration officials at this point. They've had zero in the Biden administration. And well, they're not interested in that. And it's like a lot in the mainstream media. They're turning a blind eye to all their failures or shortcomings or incompetence. And, and now they're, they're wrongdoing. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I upset a lot of folks uh, because I have a, a, a pretty good memory. And my memory goes back to when Paul Ryan was Speaker of the House and absolutely shut down subpoenas uh, as the uh, Republicans uh, were trying to get answers uh, at that point. And he would not. As a matter of fact, he tore up Devin Nunes uh, right in front of everybody. He uh, wouldn't give them subpoena power. And uh, who paid the price for it? The Republican Party, uh, President Trump, and the persecution goes on. I always heard that. I was a backbencher at that time. Now I'm, uh, you know, hopefully a, a player. If I'm the chairman next year, I'll have subpoena power. And you know, Lou, you look at who else on my oversight committee i've got jim jordan there uh and you you know he's not afraid of very much he's like yourself and uh, we've got people like andy biggs and byron donald and i've, I've heard that marjorie taylor and lauren bobert are going to be on the oversight committee next year i know they're both wanting to be on the oversight committee we'll have the 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 finest the the the, the finest group of uh oversight seekers that's ever been assembled uh, in a in a conservative Congress that are going to want to get to the bottom of a lot of questions and frustrations that uh, conservatives have about this administration. Well, uh, coming from the ranking member of the House Oversight Committee, uh, that absolutely is reassuring and encouraging. And uh, uh, Congressman Comer, we really do appreciate everything you're doing. Uh, I know the American people do. Uh, we've just got to get it just as you say it's a daunting task uh and it's at days it's almost as though it, it can't be anything more than a nightmare it can't be real but it's so in our face that uh, no one can ignore it any longer uh and uh, it's it's been great talking with you and i appreciate your time i hope you'll come back soon lou i i'm a big fan i'd love to come back and you know you talking about all the, the corruption and wrongdoing in this administration, especially with Hunter Biden, we probably wouldn't know very much of this were it not for that laptop. So, you know, the, there, there's just not been a lot of uh, intelligence investigation into this family. There's not been any from the mainstream media, but hopefully that's going to change. And I look forward to coming back on your, your podcast, talking about it in the future. Well, thank you very much, Congressman. Uh, we always give uh, our guests the the last word here. Uh, so I'm going to ask you for your concluding thoughts about uh, perhaps about where you're headed, uh, what you expect, uh, if you could. Uh, and again, my appreciation to you. Well, well, thank you, Lou. And, you know, for the 
the American people that are frustrated with uh, a lack of oversight of this Biden administration, hopefully in November, the American people will go out and flip the House and we have a Republican majority. Uh, we're, if I'm chairman of the Oversight Committee and work closely with Jim Jordan and uh, all those uh, names I mentioned earlier, and we're going to try to hold some uh, high profile investigations that the American people can see. And unlike this uh, January 6th sham, this is going to be a real committee. Uh, we're going to have Republican members on the committee and the, whoever the Democrat leader is can appoint their members. And that's how you have a real committee. And, you know, you're going to rotate back and forth between Republicans and Democrats asking questions. It's not going to be one sided. And the American people will get some answers to some questions that uh, that they have. Uh, we're we're going to use the subpoena power if people are unwilling to come voluntarily. And, you know, in addition to some high profile investigations, we're also going to be very busy with the subcommittees. And we're going to actually look at waste, fraud and abuse, uh, uh, unnecessary spending, government waste. And we're going to try to not just identify the problem, but, but uh, propose solutions to the problem. So. Uh, we're going to try to have a real credible oversight committee that I think uh, every American taxpayer can be proud of. So that's my goal next year, and hopefully we'll be given that opportunity. Congressman Comer, we appreciate all that you're doing, you and your colleagues, to break through this obvious cover-up and get to the truth about the Biden family business dealings and those protecting them. Congressman James Comer, thank you, and God bless you. And that is what honest Americans are up against. The Biden cover-up, our government stonewalling, and persecuting Republicans while they keep drug and illegal immigrant smuggling rushing across that open border, sex trafficking as well, of course, and giving the drug cartels free reign. Here tomorrow, we'll be joined by Nigel Farage, a great conservative. He's the author of Brexit, the British Exit from the European Union. We'll be talking about the upheaval in the United Kingdom caused by their prime minister's forced resignation and the European response to Vladimir Putin's invasion and war on Ukraine. That's here tomorrow on The Great America Show. Thanks for being with us. Please join us. Till then, God bless you and God bless America.